You. Hello, you. Yeah, you. What's up, baby? I'm back. Just me. Little solo dolo action here. Matt is, you know, I don't know where his allegiances are, honestly. You know, he says he's with the show, then he's not with the show. He's probably with his wife. At the Airbnb they rented in a beautiful part of the Carolinas. But fuck you. And uh, I'm coming in hot, all right? I just watched the Dune trailer. It's got me amped up. To start, we'll stay in that kind of realm. Again, Apple, Spotify, we love you. Space Jam 2. So, you know, LeBron, it's not his year, I guess you could say. And, you know, never really liked the guy. Don't get me wrong. He's 6'10", 260, got a wet jumper. But outside of that, what do you bring into the table? You know, you bitch a lot. You know, your kid is honestly more interesting at this point than you. And the Lakers, just a failure. I mean, really. It actually kind of makes that Lakers championship they won during the COVID year look a little sauce. Fresh off the heels of being eliminated from the playoffs. He goes ahead and he pivots. He's like, hey, I don't even care about this. I've been putting all my eggs in this Space Jam 2 basket. Uh, came out on HBO Max. It's not good. The original, a lot of people when I go online are talking shit about it. I love the original. The soundtrack is fantastic. You know, it's got a nice sense of humor. And the special effects actually hold up. Plus it has MJ. And they actually, get this, play basketball. And I'm not the only one that has this kind of, you know, you're like, Alex, why are you so morose? Can't you enjoy something? Oh, I tried. As I'm recording this right now, Space Jam 2, A New Legacy, has a 31% positive rating, right? So that's bad. means it's rotten. And it's Metacritic. Ain't much better. Which compiles all these one-offs, the bloggers, all the people that spend too much time doing things we don't care about, takes all their grades and puts it together. And right now it's at like a 37. That's not good. That's really bad. To make matters worse, the old director of the OG one came out and he was like, listen, bro, what are you doing? China, as a country, you may have heard of it. They banned the movie. The NBA has been a shut-up-and-dribble league. Um, A lot of the players will protest and will shit on stuff domestically, but they go over and fly overseas and do tournaments and and press briefings and stuff in China where they literally have a genocide going on. They don't say shit. And maybe I get it, right? Like Maybe LeBron feels the way he does and speaks to the media the way he does because he has Space Jam 2 coming out and you need that Chinese money. But the problem is they banned it there. So the budget for the movie that he's involved in is $150 million. And projections so far, it's not even going to hit $80 million domestically. So LeBron just, that's like 100 mil, dude. That was quick math. Um, shouts out Giannis, 50 piece, the Bucks. I had the Suns in four type energy. It just didn't work out. Also, last thing I'll say. 
you know, they brought this on themselves. At the end of the movie, they bring in, it's kind of like a meme. It's like, oh, it's Michael Jordan. And you think as a fan, oh my God, did they do it? Did they bring the goat back? You know, cross-generational, you're going to bring the whole family together. And it's Michael B. Jordan, the actor from Wakanda. Like, that's not, don't do that. Shame on you. Also been a rise, a little bit of panic. You can kind of feel it, right? It's like a monkey brain, unspoken. It's like when you trip and you and your friends see the same thing. It's like that. I don't know how to explain it. Like ghosts. People I love who are smart. Uh, They swear to me they see a ghost or they have seen one before. No, you didn't. I don't know where I was going with that. Total non sequitur. Oh, sorry. Panic. Yeah, you can kind of feel it. It's on the back of your neck. A little, uh-oh. A little, uh-oh. And it's relating to COVID lockdowns. People are getting a little crazy. France, Italy have both come out and said, we're going to do the vaccine passports. Really going to treat you like a kind of a separate citizen if you don't kind of fall in line and get vaccinated. And yeah, that pressure. I don't want it over here. And on the heels of that, the World Health Organization has quietly, diligently been looking like, where did this come from, right? We think it was the lab, but let's get some proof so that those people on the forums or the whites in the corner of their mouth, they can like relax, you know, we can figure it out. As a community globally, the first probe, I think we sent some people out into China, went to the labs, went to the wet markets, but it's re-upped. It's now phase two, baby. Like, we're launching, okay? And they're trying to implement this. They're trying to get boots on the ground in Wuhan to double up on what they see to get more data to really just confirm, I guess, what they think. China went ahead and they uh, they said no. A top Chinese health official was quoted as saying, the audits to the laboratories and markets in Wuhan violated science. You know, I thought science was about process and you know irrefutable peer-reviewed data that leads you in a certain direction and you kind of just follow it like a detective you know like a detective and china basically stabbed everyone we turned around the knife is in their hands there's blood he's in a lab coat and he just ran away Somebody got it on their cell phone. It's a potato cam, but we have evidence. And despite that, we got to sit here and act like, you know, it's that's not what happened. Um, I think this is ridiculous, frankly, because stateside too, you hear a lot about xenophobia, et cetera. Well, this is the World Health Organization. You know, they it's still affecting other countries who don't have the access to the big pharma companies that made these uh, vaccines. You know, they can't just go to a fucking Walgreens and get it injected into them. Maybe you're in fucking rural Saskatchewan. So potentially what China did here is still affecting people. Like they're dead. Zeng Yi Ying. Fire pronunciation. He's the vice minister of China's National Health Commission. Sounds like that's a pretty sweet gig. He's probably got good dental vision. But he gets like two weeks off. Where do you go 
to vacation if you're in China. Can you leave? Anyway, he was quoted. We cannot accept this kind of plan for origin tracing. He was shocked by their proposal, adding that aspects of it did not respect common sense and violated silence. You know what, dude? Mr. Zhang? You're whack. Okay? Your whole process is whack. If you have a Twitter, it's whack. You're just whack. The car you drive, nobody's into it. And I'm speaking to you, sir. Why don't you go ahead and let us see? If you got nothing to hide, right? I mean, it's pretty simple, uh, simple deduction to make. What are you hiding, buddy? So yeah, get back to us. How long until we actually get mad about this? Like, let's give until next week. We'll check up. If they still shut us out, then at that point, I'm just going to assume it wasn't bad soup. You know, they did it on purpose. So stay tuned. Let's see also, Dr. Dre, who I thought died. The whole Nelson Mandela effect. I thought that dude was dead. Like once he sold the beats, the Illuminati... They sucked the blood, you know, they sucked him dry, lifeless corpse, he, he's dead. He did what he needed to do. But uh, he's alive. He did have a brain aneurysm, that's what I'm thinking of. So a little stroked up, you know, that's why we don't see him anymore. And his wife, you know, she couldn't handle the stroke stuff. She divorced him and now confirmed per Twitter. So obviously it's real. This man is giving his wife, who was unemployed throughout their, you know, the whole time because he's a billionaire, he's to give her 300K a month in alimony. I don't even have anything to say on that. Just it's, it's real. It's happening. And take your time, you know, before you get married, just feel it out. You can always get the ring and then sit on it, you know? Don't kind of rush to like, well, I found a barn and I got a caterer. Like, it's relax. Let's feel it out. You know, there's still these mad, weird, archaic laws. Strangleholding Dr. Dre, who like is the Illuminati, right? If it can happen to him, you know, watch yourself. Also, Eric Clapton, who I don't even know. Is he in a band? Or is it like, I think he's his own band. You know, he shows up and then there's just like Dave Matthews. Stand by. Ah, yes. He was in Cream. He's a three-time inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is real. And he's a solo artist. Yeah, so it's just, he kind of rolls around, plays the guitar, smashes middle-aged puss. And he recently came out and said, listen, I'm going to be doing these uh, concerts at stadiums. This guy's a baller, right? He's not doing the fucking Michelob Globe Arena or whatever the fuck the WNBA All-Star game was in. I mean, he's selling out legitimate places. And he said, if you're going to come to the show, you know, I don't want you to have proof of vaccination. It doesn't even matter, right? Like, who gives a shit? I don't care. I don't want any regulations imposed on anybody that could potentially come to my shows at all when I'm touring. So I'm sure he's working, scrambling, at least his management, because he's like 67, right? He's like, oh, fucking Kevin. And Kevin sets it up. And he's hitting up only venues 
that aren't going to do that. Now, I'm sure that eliminates New York, California, a lot of the places that either have issues or just ran, you know, they're ran terribly, just bad. But yeah, if you're an Eric Clapton fan, that guy, for one, gives no fucks. I'm sure other people will fall in line with this, especially because, you know, as Michael Jordan said, Republicans buy Jordans too. I mean, the idea, yeah, there's fringe crazy people that haven't gotten vaccinated. Fuck that. They probably haven't gotten their polio vaccines either. And they live, you know, they eat sandwiches, they exist. And from the perspective of being an entertainer, like I'm on a stage, probably on heroin, right? I'm sweating. I do not care about you. So invite the fringe people. You want to market to as many people as possible. It is probably inversely, as I'm saying, this going to turn some people off just because they're not going to feel safe, but you can wear a mask, you know, if you're vaccinated, that's the whole point. God, my neighbor's dog. Hopefully you can't hear it because I have a nice mic, unlike Matt. Oh, yeah, Clapton. Yeah, refuses to play venues requiring vaccines for concert goers. Now, I didn't plan on seeing this guy, but uh, that's some Chad energy, baby. Let's keep that going, right? We're middle of the year. Let's fucking send that shit into the fall. Also, yo another listen to this again another town hall happened i wasn't invited joe biden the ghost of him was there and i'm gonna go ahead and cap this uh this segment off here with i mean he what he did on that stage i'm tearing up it was so inspiring and uh you know this is something similar to i don't know just a unifying feeling right where you're just so in awe of a presence, of a leader. You know, this is something I could get tattooed. You tell your children. You put it on a piece of paper, you hang it on a wall, and you look at it before you go, I don't know, get Chipotle. So go. So I'm going to go ahead and quote our dear leader. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where our why can't the experts say we know that this virus is in fact it's going to be or excuse we know why the all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved and but permanently approved that's underway too joe biden I'm tell, I tell you what, I am proud to be an American. So there was a lot of that. And even doing a little research, a little pre-show, something light, CNN Politics put an article out today fact-checking Biden. And they're like pretty, you know, they're obviously partisan fake news to begin with. And they themselves quoted Biden as false or entirely false on COVID-19, auto prices, and a litany of other subjects. Mainly the one thing that really grind it's it sticks in my craw. All right? Um the economy. Like the economy isn't he he still says it's doing great. I'm looking at his Twitter 6 months in, our economic plan is working. Is it really a boomer? Is it working? Joseph Robinette who has that's a feminine middle name 
Does he even remember his middle name? Anyway. The idea that um, this is going to plan. We've had three straight months of 5% inflation, right? Okay. So you've, you have $10. Let's just say a dollar. That dollar is worth 15% less than it was last year. Coupled with that, prices for consumer goods have also been in line with that. And this is why I say, you know, if you're out there, you're employed, right? You're hungry, like fight for your shit. You want to be remote? Be remote. You know, you want that extra five grand? Negotiate on the front end. Because shit is getting expensive and nobody's talking about it. And if they are, they're saying shit like that, like that it's that it's the exact opposite, that we're doing wonderful. Jobless claims, right? We have, from what I understand, more jobs than people. The projections for new jobs that have come month to month haven't hit, I think, since he started, maybe in February. Um, the projections, like, well, what is being met? What metric are you looking at, Joe? And I think we can all feel it, you know, for people that are good, you're good, obviously, and you've probably prepared financially for this, for the stocks, for all that high level shit. But for everybody else, if you're a millennial, you're a regular fucking person, you know, there's probably dishes in your sink. You're feeling this shit. I am. It's annoying. Like nothing I feel like has been smooth. And, uh, that town hall that happened this week was, was pretty evident of that. Wow. Okay. Let's see. What did I write down? Oh, oh no. Oh yes. Okay. So the NFL, um, dearly beloved, we are, I don't know, 90 days away. We're close to football being back. Some crazy things happened. Um, Cam Akers running back for the Rams, his leg exploded. So that was tough news. My dogs, they're not really taking it well. And actually confirmed today, poor little out, Greg Knapp. With two P's. There's a silent K in there as well. Most recently was quarterback coach for Matt Ryan. These past few years, right? Pretty good dude. And he was brought in by the new Jets regime to be the passing game coordinator for Zach Wilson, the number two pick in the draft. Like, very well respected. Well, some douchebag in California decided to smash into him with an SUV while he was riding his bike. And uh, he's dead. So that's unfortunate. You know, pour a little out. Again, say, you know, I love you to people if you love them. It's important. Because there's a bunch of retards out there that have the freedom to just smash into you, you know? Cycling in general, you know, be warned. It's uh, it's dangerous out in them screets. And unfortunately, Greggy learned that lesson. He had a helmet on. I'm sure, you know, was signaling little fucking right hand out here bank a turn there didn't matter and I say that to say this Roger Goodell big brain mega mind genius has finally come to the table with the owners and they formulated kind of a SOP a process for vaccinated and non-vaccinated players in the league and it's basically like a caste system where if you are vaccinated, you're good, buddy. And if you're not, at first it was kind of like, you know, they made it annoying, similar to what you're seeing from the federal level with with gun control. You know, just they're not really 
coming out and being like, fuck you and your rifle, but they're making it harder for manufacturers to do their job. They make every single other ammo illegal. You know what I'm saying? And they did that in the NFL. They're saying, hey, if you're not vaccinated, you can't have your family with you. You can't travel with the team. You just got to like show up and remember the plays, bro. And for a lot of people, that's obviously stupid. Now they're private companies. God bless. So they can do what they want. Some notable players despite that, though, Cole Beasley and DeAndre Hopkins. Both play receiver. I don't know if that's correlated. We'll look into that. We'll get mad uh, to look into that. Maybe it's because they're getting smacked in the head so much. But, um, yeah, both of them were like, no, nah, I'm good. And recently, DeAndre Hopkins today went on Instagram and Twitter and was like, I might retire. You know, they've really made this difficult. And this is, again, on the heels of that legislation, really the literature that was put out by the league. And in there, it specifically outlined how if you're not vaccinated, right, it's proven, you're, you're on the list to where, no, I'm good, I'm going to take the risk, and you infect everybody, and you guys can't play, there's a delay to the game, you know, all those fans, the tickets, right, this is happening now this year, there's fans, there's meat in the seats, that the league is going to, like if the game's canceled, nobody gets paid. Nobody gets their base game check, right? The thing you work for week to week as a person. Compartmentalize it. I know they make millions, but still, like, that's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get that. I'm going to order that. Like, they're looking forward to that. Nope, you don't get it. So that's going to create, there's going to be some fights. I don't necessarily know if this is sustainable. I think in general, it's just going to prod people to end up getting it, and they will. In general, football is a pretty violent sport, so the idea that you're not going to incur probably a similar weighted risk like you can, you're not going to die on the football field, but it'll kill you at 38, bro. Look at Junior Seau. Yeah, we'll see how this evolves, and we'll see if DeAndre Hopkins uh, retires. I uh, I just messaged Matt about, I got a couple more topics, but I was like, hey, man, this is what I'm going to talk about. Did I miss anything? You know, I've been known to be a retard. So it's not surprising. And he brought up Yerman Mercedes. This is a crazy, crazy story. So in the MLB, baseball, for you laymans, the Chicago White Sox are a team that exists. They are real. Their logo, yeah, it's Sox. You guessed right. And they haven't really been good for a long, long time. I think in 2005 or six, they were pretty successful. Mark Burley, Paul Canerco. Ooh, I pulled that out of deep in my brain. Uh, but it's been a while. There's two teams in Chicago, obviously, Wrigley Field with the Cubs. And you got the White Sox, who are kind of like the ugly stepchild. I think they play in like Nextel or like stadium. Like, okay, well, let's get with the times. But this offseason, they've kind of been putting some stuff together. Since they were bad for so long, they got good picks. And in baseball, it's really, it's not fucking instant oatmeal. You know, you draft the kid, he's like 11. It takes a long time for him to be ready and prepared to get to that, you know, major league level. And it's culminating this year. They're in first place in their division, and they brought in a coach, Hall of Fame coach, and violent alcoholic, Tony La Russa. Now, he is in the Hall of Fame. He won a couple ships with the St. Louis Cardinals in the 2010s. It's really where you know him from. He's a terrible bowl cut. He's Italian. 
one of the players that Tony brought in this year, relatively unknown. They call him the Yerminator. This is Yerman Mercedes. He's a catcher. He's six foot, 250 pounds. He's a thick boy. Where's number 73, right? Already the energy. I'm there with you, kid. I love it. And he was early on, early in the season, was absolutely outstanding. Uh, during spring training, he had a stretch where he hit like 12 home runs in 16 games. And was really bringing the juice for him. He's 28 years old. He's in his prime for baseball years. And especially getting offense from the catcher position, it's it's not something you see a lot. So if you have it, you're going to use it. And they did for a while. He's played 68 games this year. However, he uh, he got demoted. He had a stretch where he was one for 26 at the plate. That's not good, you know. Like, I think I might do better. If I don't even swing, just put it on the pitcher to throw strikes. It's kind of hard, dude. And succinctly, after they sent him down, right, he had all this hype, Yerman went on Instagram and he said, this is it, I'm done. And he retired. The millennial way, right, an Instagram caption that really detailed where he was at. Felt heartfelt. He was quoted, first of all, I want to thank God for giving me life to the fans because without them, I was nothing. To my family for understanding me and always supporting, I walk away from baseball for a while. God bless you. It's over. That was on the 22nd of July. On the 23rd, a converse Instagram post on his same account posted a photo of a flaming phoenix rising from the ashes. Quote, I will never give up. He thanked God for guiding me the right way, and he will forget the criticism and bad comments that will always exist. So I think Uncle Tony gave him a call and said, listen, kid, take the gun out of your mouth. The money in baseball is guaranteed. I'm drunk right now. So just show up to the clubhouse. Let's pack a fat lip. Play a little poker, buddy. Let's get over this. It's just a a time in your life. Stress is temporary. And we'll get through it. And he did. He's back. So uh, shouts out Yerman. And shouts out Matt. See, lastly, a little round table. I don't even know what that means. I'm going to hit you with a little quick, succinct. The Olympics are happening. There's been some weirdness going on there. There was an athlete that like brought a kid because she thought that she could breastfeed, and then Japan was like, oh, no, no, no. So I don't know. I think they're shipping the kid. The kid's like in customs. I don't know what they're putting in that thing. You put your bags in with like a laptop to make sure it's not a bomb. Logistically, the kid's probably fine, but it's going to be a while. So that happened. But as me and Matt have spoken about on the show many times, I don't care about 90% of the Olympic sports. I like the running stuff because that's just cathartic, right? I mean, since the dawn of time, like who's the fastest man on this on this piece of grass or whatever, you know? Like these people thought the world was flat. They thought you got to the mountain and then it just dropped off into space. And even those dummies were timing how fast people were. Like it's just, it's cool, right? Swimming, same thing. Can you dominate nature? The long jump, that shit always impresses me. It's got to be the shoes. And funny enough, I actually, there was a class in college, I, I read this study where a lot of times in sports, right, you see statistically like we're bigger, we're better, we're stronger. Records are made to be broken. They're consistently broken in all sports all throughout time as we progress. Like 
you know, Barry Bonds existed even before the roids. He was hitting 50 home runs. Like as good as Babe Ruth was, there's only so much you could do packing lips, eating rare steak and drinking black coffee your whole life. Like you died at 51 and he had cholesterol problems. But this study looked at Jesse Owens, right? He, he won the hundred meter like Hitler's time. It was big for the world to show like, Hey, you methed up retard. Like, we're equal here, right? If anything, he's faster than your Aryan weirdo you had in lane three. And they took his times and then they looked at really what he was running on, like the literal track in the 30s, in the 1930s, and the shoes that he had literally on his feet when he ran and how that differs to today. And they were able somehow, some nerd, I don't know how he did it. I assume there was like an XY axis involved, but this man figured out I'm going to replicate Jesse Owens, right? His weight, his momentum based on, you know, his size and his times and the wind and what was going on on the track. We know this is what he could do. And they applied that to modern times, putting him on like a nice clay track, right? University of Oregon, those nice field houses, division one universities. And they threw him in some goddamn, you know, easy boosts. And this man was out here breaking Usain Bolt's record. I think it was it was like equitable to the time. So Usain Bolt, he's like that six foot nine. He's like fifty years old at this point, but the fat he holds the world record. Two thousand nine, he clocked a nine point five eight in the hundred meters. Okay. And Jesse Owens, hundred meters, his best in nineteen thirty six was a ten two. But if you gave my boy here some goddamn easy boost, I'm just going to go ahead and speculate. It, it's, it was like, it, he's faster, bruh. So reject that notion. Part of the problem is, yeah, like, you know, Gail Sayers was a stud. You know, he blew out his knee. He was excellent, though. Even if you go on football reference and look at his stats, he's a running back for the, for the Bears in the 50s. And he'd probably still be a beast today. Give him a nice, you know, Riddell bucket helmet, a couple compression arm sleeves. Your boy's going to fucking catch 50 passes and run for a hundred. So keep that in mind. I, again, I don't know where I went with this, but the Olympics are happening. And I guess it's something to to watch. It'll be fun because the summer weather in general, I don't know if you're listening, it's been garbage. It's been depressing, lots of rain. Not really the summer we've been looking for. So hopefully the U.S., on the world stage can go out there just hang dong and just get a dub you know do it for the love of country rock flag and eagle trickle down economics talking about the big stuff here i'd like to welcome special guest i did i teased for a while the return of honey aka my roommate aka my girlfriend but I got for you now, live on mic, the homie, the Lil C, my new dog, Tommy. Say hi, Tommy. All right. He's not very vocal, which is why I love him. We actually, we rescued him, which all y'all should do. You know, it is, it is pretty fulfilling is my life kind of purpose. You know, we're floating around in the ether. We are just monkeys after all. And uh, sometimes it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Look at the prez, look at COVID, look at the lockdowns. It can be stressful. You know, I try to think 
My dad will be like, you know, I went through this. I've seen it. I've been there. I've done that. And I guess he's right. You know, Jimmy Carter was a fucking disaster, but it's stressful. And so I panic bought a dog. Come here, honey. Okay. Say hi. He's a natural on the mic. He is a hound mix. I think he's mixed with a beagle. When we got there, the two that we wanted were already sold, and I felt duped. This was like a two-hour drive. But you're, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. We already drove that far. The day's ruined. Obviously, I'm coming home with a dog, and we got Tommy. Now, his name's Tomahawk, which is just fucking stupid. Um, now, in the context of the litter, it was like a steak theme. So he, he has brothers like Ribeye, T-Bone, you know, all the classics, Porterhouse, and he loves you. He thanks you for sticking with us through 26 episodes. Really, I appreciate the support. It's very cathartic to sit down and kind of like vent for a week. It kind of settles my head a little bit. Um, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Saratoga Track just opened up. If you're in upstate New York, check that out. Barstool Gang Saturdays are for the boys. I will be out there. Matt will be out there. All my friends that are listening, get in the Discord. We got to figure out a day, a track day, where we just like rip Siggy's vodka tonics and just lose a bunch of money on thoroughbreds. All right. Sounds amazing. I know. And there's a Shake Shack on the grounds. Like you're already blackout. Obviously, I'm going to get cheese fries, you know? Yeah, I think I hit everything. I love you. We all love you. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I'll be here. I'll be talking to you. Peace.